Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome to Vibrational Energy Part 3, Thought and Intention. I'm really excited to have a special guest with me today in my virtual studio. I will introduce her in just a moment. It's a scientifically proven fact that we are vibrational beings. We are made of energy. We emit energy in many ways and we are influenced by various types of energy. The energy from within us and from outside of us has a profound impact on our health. In part one of this series, we explored the energy of food and your health. And in part two, it was all about how to raise your vibration. Today, we're going to take that a step further and talk about the power of thought and intention. My special guest today is Don James. Don is an international speaker, a seven times author, and a sound energy practitioner. Ms. James is a green living advocate, a musician, a mentor, and a light worker. Since 2003, Don James has dedicated her life to teaching others how to raise their consciousness and understand and enhance personal vibrational frequency for overall health and well-being. Dawn uses her sound healing gifts through transformational retreats in Costa Rica. In our discussion today, Dawn will share her incredible knowledge about vibrational energy and the power of thought and intention. Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, Dawn. I am so excited to have you here with me today. Oh, I am so excited to be here with you. Kathy, thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, my pleasure. As a conscious living teacher, why is it important for each person to be aware of their thoughts? Well, you know, Kathy, we have over 50,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot happening up there. And most of us are not fully conscious of our thoughts. Now, our thoughts influence our behavior. So imagine if you're not fully aware of these thoughts running through your mind, then you're going to be acting, making decisions. You're going to be operating unconsciously. So it's interconnected. If you're not conscious of your thoughts, you are ultimately not conscious of your behavior. So what then happens? We end up living on autopilot. I call it living on autopilot. We're just doing things over and over in a pattern of behavior that now is unconscious living. So how do we transition? We need to pay attention to our thoughts. The more mindful we are, the better choices we make. And so therefore, the more mindful, the better choices, the more harmonic we live. They're all interconnected. When I hear you talk about the statistics, that is totally amazing. Over 50,000 thoughts a day. Whoa. Maybe part of our coping mechanism is to be on automatic pilot. When our thoughts are so wrapped around fear and uncertainty, what are some ways we can cope or reduce that fear or anxiety? It's a multifaceted answer and I think I'll, I want to break it down in, into some segues. In terms of fear and anxiety, one of the first things we have to do, and really it affects our physical being, but it also affects our energy being, we need to slow down our thoughts 
and slow down our breathing. Because oftentimes when we are anxious, it affects our heart, our breath, and the mind. So one of the ways to start dissipating anxiety especially is to slow down your thoughts and slow down your breathing. And so when you slow down your breathing, what happens? We begin to harmonize. We harmonize our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And why is that important? Because it really governs our thoughts and our feelings. When we're anxious, we tend to rush. We don't plan. We're reaction. We're very short fuse. And so right now, a lot of us, when we start to feel anxious and fearful, we tend to make rash decisions. So we need to slow everything down. So on a physical level, that's important. In terms of social, many times we feel very alone when we're in this thought of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me? And we get so caught up in ourselves that we don't realize we may need to reach out and get help and support outside of ourselves. Have you ever heard, I'm having a rough day. I got to call my girlfriend, right? We have tea time. We want to have a chat. Why is that? We're so caught up in ourselves. We need to express. We need to dissipate some of that energy. And in terms of mental, I think this is even more important. When we feel afraid, sometimes that fear is real. Sometimes that fear is perceived. I'll give you an example of a little child and an adult. A little child will say, it's bedtime, honey. You know, mom and dad puts you to bed and you're like, you got to turn the lights on. There's something in the closet. Well, there's nothing in the closet but clothes. That's a perceived fear. There's a perceived fear. It's dark and something's going to jump out of the closet. As we get older, we start to do the mind games. What if? What if I don't do this? What if this happens? How is this going to happen? You know, we start getting caught up in future state and we get anxious about the future. So from a mental perspective, how do we cope with fear and anxiety? Instead of imagining what could go wrong or imagining an unwritten future, I encourage people to start thinking about what they can control. What can you control in your day, in your life, in this moment? What what can you influence today in this moment? And what can you start planning for to get ready for the future? So by paying attention to the present moment, looking at what you can influence, you can change, what can you mold, what can you shift? This will empower us and we end up with thoughts that are now more optimistic than pessimistic. Does that make sense? Because we've shifted. Sense. We're shifting from I can't do it to these are the things I can do. Therefore, we become from pessimistic to optimistic with our thoughts. So I think it's a multifaceted answer, but taking stock of what we have and what we can control and influence will definitely allow our thoughts to elevate to a more positive state. And that's really important to get out of that rut. You touched on how we're very rushed in our time and we don't reach out enough. Do you think it's because people are so rushed that they don't reach out or do you think it's just because they're so wrapped up with their inner thoughts? I see a combination of both. I see people really skirting around on a treadmill going nonstop, like busyness is a badge of honor. And you're so busy doing all this stuff, but how much of that stuff is really important? So you're kind of not connecting to friends and family in a deeper way. And I can tell you a situation where, you know, if the world were to pause and we had nowhere to go, 
go and we weren't running to the mall and running to the movies and running all these places, I think people would reach out and connect to each other a little more deeply. I think people would be more supportive. I think people would have more sympathy for others because their days are not filled with all this stuff that we do and all these distractions. But when we are in a place of fear, we tend to just think of ourselves. We don't think of the community, the bigger group that may be able to support us. I think for me, what I've seen is people who find the courage to reach out, they often are greeted with a sympathetic ear. They are greeted with a shoulder to cry on. They're greeted with a smile. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to look for support. That's really one of my biggest messages. You're not alone. You're not alone in this. So definitely reach out. If it's not family, then friends. And if not friends, there are organizations, there's hotlines, there's so many resources for people to get help and be heard. We've been through global COVID-19 and we've experienced fear. I think a lot of people are looking at ways to to make changes and shift. This doesn't just relate to COVID-19. It actually relates to any major change in a person's life. How do we transition from any place of fear that we've been in to a place of hope? All of us have things happen in our life that kind of leave us in fear or in an emotional state where we need to move forward, but sometimes we don't know how to transition. So can you tell us a little bit about how to transition from a negative place into a positive place, the place of hope? I think it's a balance between inner work that we do and our environment. It really is. If you're in an environment that is very negative and you don't feel like there's any hope, you don't see any leeway to do something different, you know, that's going to impact your thoughts. So I think it's a balance between your inner world and your outer world. And I want to speak to the inner world. You know, they say the mind doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. And oftentimes people begin to imagine all sorts of things. When you are clinging to the past, you're going to create stress. So for example, let's say you had a major change in your life or your town or the country or the globe. Oh my gosh, things have changed, but you're clinging to the past. You know, when is it going to be like it used to be? I want things to go back the way they used to be, but it's not there anymore, right? So how do we transition? And similarly, people start anticipating the future. Oh my gosh, I wonder, I wonder what's going to be this and what's going to be that and how will I, how will I? And we keep going in the future. That's creating stress. And so what happens? Our minds get fragmented, right? We're in the past or the future. So one of the things we can do in our inner work is change your dialogue, change your inner dialogue, connect with your mind, focus your thoughts on the present moment. Be fully aware of your emotional state. Be fully aware of your mental state. Many times what people are finding very helpful these days is journaling, getting to express those thoughts, put it on paper. And oftentimes we start writing things down and answers come, solutions come, ideas start flowing out of us. We've actually given our thoughts permission to manifest something positive. Another way to really start transitioning from fear to hope is it's not just having a gratitude journal. It's much deeper than that. You look at your situation and say, I am thankful for the things that are here now that I have. Like how many of us can say, I'm thankful I can turn on a switch and there's light in my house. I'm thankful I have the ability to read and learn something new. I'm so thankful that, you know, there are people in my life I can reach out to. So we really have to start taking stock of the present moment and on the abundance you already have. Then don't jump ahead into the future. 
<laughs> Let us start making a plan for how we want to navigate our lives. How do you want to govern yourself? Where are you going to put your priorities now? Now that you have an opportunity to change, what are you going to change? It's available to you. You have to meet it. So really get out of that. I cannot to, yeah, these are the things I can do. Now, what am I going to do? The I is a very powerful. I am is a powerful place to be. So I encourage people to use the I am statements. That's really important. There's a whole lot of knowledge in that whole thing. And all of this that you're referring to being grateful and being in the present time actually physically raises our own vibration. Am I correct? Absolutely. The only moment that is real is the present moment. If you're not in the present moment, you're actually creating stress and stress lowers your vibration. So by being in the present moment, you have the gift of creativity in this moment, right? So make it what you want it to be. It raises your vibration because now you're opening yourself to possibilities. You open yourself to positive energy. If I dwell on the past, it creates stress. It's gone. I can't go back. And if I dwell too far ahead, I'm anticipating I'm imagining and that's creating stress. So yes, the present moment is where you want to play. It's the magic's place to be to raise your vibration because you are totally open to creativity. That is just amazing wisdom. And actually we see that all of the time with children, but we don't really realize that that's what it is. That oh, they yeah. are totally are the... <laughs> in the present and they're totally joyous and they go from one thing to another so quick, but they always end up back at joy. Yes, because they've got it right. We got to go back to being kids. What do you say, Kathy? <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. I just love it when I'm playing with my grandkids. Oh my, they're so amazing. And I see so many things that are so valuable and they're children, but they're teaching me. Yes, they do. <laughs> amazing wisdom that you've given us. Thank you so much. So Don, how can listeners contact you or find out more about what you can do to help them raise their vibration? Oh, you're speaking my language, Kathy. <laughs> I started on this journey almost 18 years ago through my own awakening of living consciously. And so I share. I share what I've learned through my teachings. I share my knowledge through my books. I've written seven books on raising the vibration, not your personal vibration alone, how to raise the vibration of your home, where you live. How do you want to feel when you're at home? How to raise the vibration between us? How do we elevate our interactions with each other? So these are the topics I've written about. My website is donjames.ca. You're going to find a number of resources. There are links, there are books, there are audiobooks, but I also have a gift. And I'd love to invite our listeners to go to donjames.ca. You will get a free affirmation book when you sign up for my newsletter. And it's all about empowering yourself through words. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dawn, for being my guest today on the Sugar Switch podcast. The whole topic of vibrational energy, it's huge and it is so interesting. It's really valuable to have some tips about how to cope with fear, how to reduce fear, and how to move into a place of hope. The answer, actually, that you've given us or the wisdom that you've given us involves being in the present. And that's maybe a little surprising. It seems so simple, yet it's something we need to practice doing. It's an amazing gift to have you remind us about that. Well, Kathy, thank you for having me on your show. And just one last word to our listeners. Life is a series of choices. And the key to life is to make each choice a conscious one. 
Thanks, Don. I always like to end each episode with the bottom line. So here's the bottom line. It's important to be conscious of your thoughts because your thoughts influence your behavior. By paying attention to your thoughts, you become more mindful. The more mindful you are, the better choices you make. If you find that your thoughts are wrapped around fear and uncertainty, you can cope or reduce that fear by slowing down your thoughts and your breathing. You could also reach out for support, family, friends, or there are organizations or resources that can help. It's also important to stay living in the moment, which will reduce your stress. It will stop stress from the past and stress from living too far into the future. Living in the moment raises your vibration because you're open to possibilities and positive energy. The Sugar Switch Podcast is the only short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that gives you a switch in perspective about sugar, nutrition, and your health. You will be able to find all of our episodes on our podcast website, thesugarswitchpodcast.com. You will also find us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, and on Android. Please tell everyone you know about the Sugar Switch podcast so they can tune in and benefit from the interesting and valuable content we share every week. And we'd love it if you would take a moment to give the Sugar Switch podcast a review and rating on whatever platform you're listening from. Thank you so much in advance. You can learn more about Don James's spiritual awakening and the life lessons learned by listening to her audiobook, Why We Are Here, sold worldwide. Her websites are donjames.ca and soulfulhealingretreat.com. Stay tuned to the Sugar Switch podcast. We've got more interesting episodes coming up with a different perspective on vibrational energy and your health. Until next time, go on out there and live the sweet life without sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.